welcome to Blooming Out on Community Radio, WFHB. Blooming Out is a forum by and for the LGBTQ plus community. Each week we explore the issues, events pertaining to the LGBT community in Indiana, the U.S., and internationally. We speak with guests about human rights, coming out, the legality of being gay, and much more. Blooming Out is a multiple award-winning program here on Community Radio, WFHB. Thanks for listening to Blooming Out. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Blooming Out. I'm Frankie Preslav. I'm Ireland Meacham. I'm Melanie Davis. And tonight, and we I'm Justin. Oh, Roberts. Justin, I forgot <laughs> about you. You're here. I've been written out of the oh. script, but I'm going to interject myself whenever possible. <laughs> he literally is not I'm on so the script. <laughs> I thought he was joking about that, and then here it goes. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm not. Well, welcome I'm, to the show, Justin. Thank you. And we have uh, Judy. I'm glad Epp to be here. When Justin's done interrupting me, we have Judy Epp from Spencer Pride with us today, and she's going to. Tell us about a bunch of fun stuff about uh, Pride and all that. Um, so before we get on to that, Ireland, how is your week going? Just busy, real busy. <laughs> um, I've just been running late to everything, I feel like. So, um, no, I'm, I'm working on a lot of stuff. I have school, and I've, I'm working on Just Married with Jennifer Bass. She's on the show every once in a while. and, so once that's, and once. We love yeah. that show. Mm-hmm. So, um, got a few things I'm working on, just staying busy. That's yeah. about it. <laughs> Good. Good for you. How about you, Miss Melanie? Oh, the same. And uh, I, I actually ended up making it up to um, Indianapolis Pride. Yes. Which is fun. Oh, Good. Oh, yeah, I and uh, so they had I. a four-hour uh, parade. I was supposed to be oh, in the parade. My. Yeah. But wow. I wasn't there. No, I mean, that was just going to shave gears. truck. Well, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> kind of truck? It was one of the, um, uh, I forget the name of the company, um, but a couple of kids, are, they're not kids, they're men, but they have this Hulk Hercules maybe oh. and they like do like uh, food for like uh, fitness people oh you know, cool totally me yeah you know so. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see it folks but Frankie is ripped I am ripped yeah. absolutely yeah. and uh, yeah so I was gonna, there's a giant monster truck but I didn't get to do it but anyways enough about me back to you um, so you uh, you were there did I you was do the there parade? four hours F- uh, it was four hours actually it was that big or was it was that big and that slow it I was mean, just there slow. were just so many people and <coughs> were people it was good weather. It was great weather. It was perfect. So it was a fun parade. Yeah. Yeah. It was so. a fun parade. What I got to see of it, um, because actually we kind of got a little bit right. hungry. Right. And so we had a full meal at the Athenaeum. Uh-huh. And <laughs> it was just enough. And, the, and we still popped out. Uh-huh. And there was over a quarter of it to go. Oh, wow. So it was it was pretty big. Yeah. I and then Pride was great. It was really loud. I don't like being confined with the corrals. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> but I understand why they do that. Right. Um, but there was enough like green space to go hang out. Oh yeah, we had actually my daughter actually ended up falling asleep uh-huh. kind of out on the grass. Yeah. It was it was lovely. It was very loud. There were four stages. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, three stages and like one DJ okay. thing. So, well, um, but yeah, it was it was awesome. I can't cool. wait till next year. And you actually had a booth there, right? Oh, we didn't have a booth. Oh, you didn't. Um, but okay. I did go roving around and, uh, and working on a project. Just decide to work in different booths. You were just. Oh no, we did. Yeah. 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 We. You were doing we, our project, right? Huh? Were you do? Would you? Yes, I was doing your project. Yeah, yeah. My so project. We, yeah. What? Well, it's free. It's all for you. It's all in service of Frankie. So, so no, you're, you're doing like coming out stories, things like that. We're gonna play later on. The yeah, show. yeah. 
Yeah, it'll be fun, and yeah. uh, we'll keep doing that. And at the end of the month, we'll present that, you know, closer to the anniversary of yeah. of Stonewall. So, awesome. yeah. Well, thank fun. you for your hard work. Oh, no. I bet you got some great stuff. I did get some good stuff. A lot of it, though, was drawn out by the music, and that was one yeah, of the Yeah, but that kind of makes I think it's going to work yeah. out yeah. good. Oh, no, it right. will. We, we will have a, a plurality of voices. Awesome. I can't wait so. to hear that. Justin, yeah. what about yes. you? Well, you are here. I acknowledge you. I am here. <laughs> I came back from New York to find I had been written out of the show. But Be continued. That's okay. You can't get rid of me so easily. Right. <laughs> we thought you were in Thailand or something. Yeah. You know. Oh, that would have been nice, actually. No, did, I noticed we were the Justin Did you like, think he was out of town? Or just yeah, I thought it was, it was two weeks instead <laughs> okay. of one, I guess. Oh. Sorry. That's <laughs> my yeah. fault. <laughs> it's absolutely okay. No, uh, they I'm were telling us him. about that, and I was just thinking they were just the, a typical Justin that he just wanted to be included in more stuff. <laughs> I wanted more really material. Really no, I just want something. He's really not on any of this. I'm looking at now and he doesn't exist so well i'm glad you're back from new york thank you we love having you i miss you and thank you're not you. sitting to my left oh, and, I, and i'm so, and i sit to your right and sincere yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> judy how are you I'm finally uh, kind of recovered, I think, from Spencer Pride. Yeah. Yeah, that was, was I awesome. saw you for a bleep of a second. I did I not see even you. see no, you. No, you didn't. I was a <laughs> I saw Melanie right. for a hot second. Right. right. Um, yeah. So, so we'll get to hear was, more about Pride yes, um, later on the show. fabulous, and yeah. I'm recovering now. Yeah. And my wife and I are doing some personal stuff. Uh-huh. <sighs> that must but be not in nice the studio right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> but no, not in this the This is a family no. show. <laughs> that's, um, that's very different to kind of take a breath. And, yeah. Well, good. Because you deserve it. Both of you guys. All of you guys deserve it. You worked hard on that. How was your week, Frankie? My week was uh, good. Um, I don't know. It always kind of blends into everything. Two of my children are now, um, well, they're not uh, legal drivers. They're, they're, they have the permits now. Mm. So the two Yikes. younger boys right. got their parents. <laughs> I know it's like scary, but they keep begging for me to take them out in the car, and I keep oh. coming up with excuses. I have to work late tonight, guys. I'm sorry. But don't you want them driving? I mean, that's so no, convenient to have kids driving. that can drive. I, I Absolutely know them both. Not. They can drive the Mustang. Yeah, you know, I can have we'll them. set them up with that. No, I don't want them driving. You do and you don't. However, if you don't take them out driving, where are they going to get the experience? Because you know they're going to get that license my brother, eventually. No, they'll get it. I, there's people out there. I just I've been through this a couple of times, right? Um, but I just it's the babies, so it's kind of weird. Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah. I, I agree because it is. So, it's, I can't even conceptualize. Yeah, it. You because to me like, they are always eight years, eight years old, old, and yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. You know, there's a car <laughs> commercial of that very thing. Is there? Where the parent <laughs> is handing the keys over to the kid, and the parents looking at the kid, and they're like five years old in the seat of the car. <laughs> right. Bye. Oh, yeah. I'll be real careful. And then they show the kid, and it's a full grown. Yeah, I remember that uh, commercial. Now yeah, that you say that, yeah. Cute. That's kind of us. So, oh. yeah, we'll see what happens. But I- I'll take them out. I just, you know, you turn into a, a different parent when you're they're behind the wheels. You are not patient. Right. You scream. That's why I don't um, think parents should do it. No, to, absolutely. Yeah, you know, be in I the should, car with like, the kids. I don't know how some parents, like, homeschool or do any of that. Cause yeah. I love my mother, but I was like, I can't yeah. I can't have you as my driving teacher. Because yeah. the kids but don't pay attention to you. No. Anyway, anyway that's <laughs> right. why you get mad right. and scream. Yeah. No, it's, yeah, th- yeah I, I should not do that i'm I'm like but now you know i'm so old 
that I just, oh, you know, I've crotchety. been through this so many times. I don't know. I say let them drive Melanie's Mustang. Yeah, it's a stink. So they, <laughs> they'll drive And they should poorly. know how to drive that. They should, you know, for yeah. whatever So reason. they okay. won't get far. That's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Melanie, then you're taking my kids out. And I'll teach them how to drift. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. fine. You go. As long as I don't know about it, go drift. <laughs> so, Melanie, on, uh, uh, I guess, a, a much uh, not so light note, uh, What's going on in the LGBTQ? We got stuff going on with Pulse. Yeah, uh, we're going to bring it down a bit. Um, so yesterday was the third anniversary of the single worst massacre of LGBTQ people in American history. Forty-nine revelers were slaughtered and over 50 injured on Latin night at Pulse nightclub in Orlando, Florida, when a lone gunman who had declared his allegiance to ISIS walked in and proceeded to shoot anyone that moved. And I, I'm getting a little worked up over it because I followed it too closely back then. Remembrances were held across the U.S. and around the world. On Wednesday morning, ahead of a visit to the temporary memorial at the closed nightclub, Republican Governor Ron DeSantis issued a proclamation to order the flags be set at half-mast in memory of those killed. He had also promised the approval of a bill providing $500,000 worth of funding, establishing the site as a national monument that is uh, just past the Florida House and Senate. Activists have raised around Uh, $14 million total right now, and the uh, project, which will also house a museum, is expected to cost $50 million. Now, DeSantis flubbed um, by not once mentioning the LGBTQ or Latinx community in his original announcement, which addressed the tragedy with, quote, the state of Florida has come together to stand boldly with Orlando and the central Florida community against terrorism. This ignited an understandable outrage, particularly from State Representative Anna Eskimani uh, from Orlando, who took to Twitter to call the governor's admission, and his uh, uh, and his office quickly issued a clarification, which uh, amended the original with the phrase, the state of Florida will not tolerate hatred toward the LGBTQ and Hispanic communities. And, uh, and with recent things in the past years, uh, uh, that the veracity of that can be uh, put into question, but um, yeah, I was. It was. Uh, it's really great. I think that they're going to set up a national memorial on the spot. Uh, they have a temporary memorial in place right now, and um, uh, and it's lovely. And uh, but but to have something more permanent. And really, I was trying to think of uh, uh, an attack on LGBTQ people. Uh, anywhere in the world that was as uh, horrific as that one uh, at one time, and I, I can't think of <coughs> it. You know, so we talk about Chechnya and we talk about uh, other places, and that that was uh, those they still pale in comparison. Um, so anyway, yeah. So um, on that <coughs> note, <laughs> it's just something that we we can't forget. Um, we always say that after right. you know reading so many uh, you know you know stories about uh, you know people being murdered by you know for, for absolutely no reason right and uh, you know I think this one obviously um, we we just got to continue to to talk about it and I, I don't know if you'll ever kind of find the reason you know or make sense of of something like that because. There's nothing to make sense of. Right. It was just uh, a careless act that uh, killed 
many people. Um, so I guess on that note, we'll kind of move past that. But but yeah, I mean, I I, I was I've been thinking about this. It's this happened before the year before I came out, and you know, as I kind of got more comfortable with my identity and and um, you know started sharing that with the world. I mean, obviously I was affected by it when it happened because it was very sad and in the news and you know, I was thinking about it, but I wasn't thinking about it in connection with myself until later on. And then, you know, every anniversary, it just kind of hits harder, you know. But yeah. Um we can move on with a different news story. Um which is uh unfortunately no happier. Um, on May 30th, a lesbian couple was viciously beaten in, on a London bus by a group of teenage boys. According to reports by the victims, the boys began making lewd comments and harassing the couple after they saw them kiss. This escalated to the boys throwing coins at the couple and making sexual comments to them, asking them to kiss again for their entertainment. The teenagers then started beating the couple, then robbed them. Five teenagers have been arrested in connection with the attack. After sharing her story on Facebook, along with a picture of her and her partner, after the attack... Co- after the attack, covered in blood, Melania Gamanot, uh, one of the victims, said she learned that these attacks are far from abnormal. Gamanot said, quote, I found out many gay friends have been beaten up because they were gay, and many women friends are feeling harassed because they are sitting in a bar with a friend and harassed by men. I haven't been able to go back to work, but uh, what upsets me the most is that violence has become a common thing, that sometimes it's necessary to see a woman bleeding after having been punched to feel some kind of impact. So that's, that happened um, a couple of weeks ago, but it has been in the news more recently. Right. And, yeah, it kind of went viral because of that picture. And yeah. I'm sure many of you listening have seen it. But, yeah. So I wanted to make sure we talked about that. Yeah, I, I saw that. And, you know, I, I always wonder when, when things like that happen, um, you know, bystanders, you know, people – take pictures yeah. and video right. yeah are they the only ones and right. there don't get at involved the time. and it's just mm-hmm. people like i know you look at all those viral videos and there's always like a dozen people you know filming why yeah. uh, individuals are getting beat up and i'm mm-hmm. like i don't know i, I kind of the, the photos definitely are important to have I, i'm not trying to mm-hmm. take that away but at the same time it's like you know okay not stepping in i think you I don't know. I just mm-hmm. – I can't imagine watching something like this happen. And I don't know in this situation if it did, but yeah. I was thinking about that. Yeah. yeah. I, I was kind of – kind of understand if somebody's got a gun or something. You think somebody's going right. to shoot you, but right. they're just beating somebody up. But you're still standing up. there filming yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, right, right. I mean, it's like, you know, and yeah. I, I don't know. I think there has to be accountability of mm-hmm. – I don't get it. I mean, I think it's like right. – you know, Well, it's also interesting because the picture – I'm not sure who took it because it's definitely not a selfie or anything, no, but no. it they posted it on their Facebook, like right. the victim's yeah. – Right. Posted it. So I mean, they don't show wonder, the actual fights. It no, is definitely yeah. on this one. It looks like it was kind of the aftermath yeah. of what happened. But, but uh, yeah, there's no comments from bystanders or anything like right. that at all. And, and I hope a, that people, yeah. you know, that there, that people would step in. You know, you see mm-hmm. somebody being hurt and, you know, I know people don't want to get injured or, you know, lose their life as well. But, you know, personally, I don't know if I could stand by and watch mm-hmm. an individual mm-hmm. get beat up. Um, and, and do absolutely but, nothing about it. Are we clear that there were bystanders? I, I'm making this up. I mean, I okay, don't know what happened on that one. I'm just I'm talking about kind of, of the big picture, <laughs> the photos. I'm kind of going somewhere. I'm okay. taking this somewhere else. 
right. um, so I'll stop that. Well, <laughs> I mean, this is this is something that's been going on for a while, and I, I couldn't remember her name, so I had to look it up. Uh, Kitty Kitty Genovese. Oh yes, you know, and yeah. um, and I feel terrible for forgetting that. But I mean, her murder was mm-hmm. yeah. similarly witnessed, and nobody stepped in. Nobody did anything to stop. Yeah. Well, people and heard it and heard it and, and yeah. saw it happening. Right, and just yeah. and didn't yeah. do anything. And so anything. this is a it's a human right. uh, flaw, right. and one but one that we can try to overcome. Hopefully, you know, you know? what you can we do. We can at least call it out. You right. can call it, call 911, scream, yeah. try to get, divert their attention. I don't know. There's things that, you know, people can do. They don't want to, they definitely get it, are, are not, you know, physically get involved with yeah. something like that. But, you know, you're seeing, a, you know, innocent people being attacked. Right. It mm-hmm. always kind of goes back. I, you know, have the visions of, like, you know, during World War II, the Nazis and right. the Jews in the ghettos of the women, you know, they're yeah. dragging them down the street. And, mm-hmm. I mean, I know the circumstances were a lot more severe than that, but you see those photos, and it's just like, oh, my gosh. And I think about that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, um, you know, n- to, to not empower yourself to stop something. Yeah. And as a society that we take pictures of things and, you know, Yes, the photos do good, but I think you need 20 photos, right. you know, of, of every angle of yeah. what's going on. So we can catch the people maybe later, okay. But, you know, these people are still being murdered or abused. I don't know. So I, I hope people um, can uh, can do something about, you know, might, might rethink that. Um, well, and for them to report it because, like um, Ireland mentioned, there's a lot more of that that happens, mm-hmm. but – it's not in the news. Right, right. Yeah. It's rarely right. in the news mm-hmm. that something like that happens. Right, so right. for them to step forward and report well, it was a good thing. In the 90s, living in Chicago, mm-hmm. uh, gay bashing happened all oh, the time. Yeah. It right. happened, I, it, fortunately not to me, but it happened to almost all of my friends. Mm-hmm. It was a common occurrence, and um, the police really were not interested in doing right. anything about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just useless to go to them. And so much so that there was a... a um, organization that sprang up well, not really an organization but a loose group of people it was called bash back i don't know if you remember right. yeah, I, remember that. I, I do know that you mentioned <laughs> so, it. so yeah i mean you know people took it into their own hands so yeah. well i like i said if you see like regardless of you know they're gay or straight or whatever and you see somebody being attacked that mm-hmm. uh you know you don't sit there and just film them that right. maybe you do something a little more um schooner's farm who's reading that one because i just saw that yeah, I can read it if you want. <clears throat> I thought that was uh, the missing man's. Oh yeah, oh, no, go for it, Justin. If you oh, is that? I, 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 this is news <laughs> to me. This whole thing. Okay, well, this is news to me too. But um, Schooner's Farm uh, controversy is growing at the Bloomington Farmers Market over the continued attendance of vendors who were brought to light as being members of Identity. It's Europa. Europa. Yeah, okay, but they use a V. Okay. Oh. Okay, which is a white nationalist group who was forced to rebrand itself as the American Identity Movement when there was an information dump of their communications on the Discord app servers by Unicorn Riot, a self-identified alternative media site. Identity Europa, with a V, was an instrumental organizing group of the Charlottesville Unite the Right rally that turned deadly violent in 2017. They are designated as a hate group with the Southern Poverty Law Center, i.e. as part of a constellation of neo-Nazi groups that use intimidation and violence to terrorize people of color, Jewish and Muslim people, and LGBTQ folk. 
The vendors were identified as Schooner Creek Farms owners Sarah Dye and Douglas McKay in a letter to the Farmers Market Board penned by Bloomington PhD student Abby Eng that gave extensive text and photographic evidence for the allegations, which can be found in articles published by the IDS and the Herald Times. Further evidence came from FBI testimony from Nolan Brewer, who, along with his wife, Kiyomi, painted swastikas and iron crosses on a synagogue in Carmel, Indiana, last July. They also planned to set off IEDs, which are improvised explosive devices, before they got scared. Nolan will serve three years in federal prison for the vandalism. He identified Sarah Dye and her husband as people he met through Identity Europa. Now, there's controversy because banning people from the market for holding whatever ideas they have is not something the farmer's market will do, claiming in response to Aang's letter and petition that it violates the First Amendment to do so. And being that the farmer's market is an offshoot of the Parks and Rec Department, a body of the city government, there is concern that this may indeed be the case. The Nashville Farmer's Market ousted Dye as president of the board after the evidence of her involvement in Identity Europa was presented earlier this year and is reviewing their policies in advance of possibly severing their ties with Schooner Creek Farms. What is concerning to many is the presence of people who are involved with a group whose stated goals are the removal of non-white immigrants and Jewish and Muslim people and reestablishing a white supermajority and white control over America. Some of my friends have stated that they are afraid to go to the market because of Schooner Creek's presence along with what appears to be an unofficial security detail of friends or acquaintances that have been seen photographing people, passing out information, and talking about this issue with other market goers. Read up further on this. The IDS article is at least free if you don't have a Herald Times subscription. Well, that well, I haven't heard it is it. news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, you know, I've, just, I've only ever seen it online a little bit, but it's, yeah, it's just like, is there really nothing we can do about this? Like, I don't know. Well, what Does, do you think about that with the First Amendment protections yeah. against that? It is, I, I don't know. Because when you're identified as part of a hate mm-hmm. group, I think you've gone way beyond mm-hmm. your First Amendment. So is there is there, uh, is the water muddy somewhere in here where there's just a little more information or more to this that um, we aren't reading about that, you know, that there's still – there's, there's more um, to find I, out. Maybe these people. I don't know. I don't know anything about this, so I'm just talking out of my. So they haven't uh, caused any controversy themselves. They haven't, um, uh, other than online remarks in, and uh, as a part of the Discord dumps. Um, but, uh, you know, at the market, they've they've been above board uh, with their actions. It's it's the presence of uh, people who have. Uh, you know, at the market, who are uh, allied or identified with uh, with Nazis, mm-hmm. um, you know, and and the outrage of that, and the the way it makes people feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. and uh, not welcome in this very you know community oriented uh, place. I mean, mm-hmm. it's the farmers market. It's a place. It's, it's Bloomington kind of institution now mm-hmm. and uh, huge swaths of, of Bloomington's residents don't feel like it, they're, they're welcome there anymore mm-hmm. as long as 
the schooner farms is still here um, and and present now hate speech even is covered by first amendment um, and they can they could start espousing what they believe in the open and they're still protected however it does not uh, it doesn't cover how people can respond to them right that it doesn't protect them from the repercussions so apparently WFHB was the first outlet to report on this Mm -hmm. so I just got a text message from our uh, producer saying that you know it was aired and out there so Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So. And I think the issue, too, another thing is that it, it goes along with the fact that we still don't have a hate crimes bill, right? Is that correct? Well, and there are no uh, hate yeah. crimes involved here. Well, yeah. So it doesn't just, really apply mm-hmm. to that. I thought that but Bloomington like, did. Make that it, Indiana uh, did it, but Bloomington did. Bloomington maybe does. That was my yeah. understanding. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Am I correct? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I, so I can't, you know, the thing is, I guess I think we have a lot of good people in Bloomington, and I think we have mm-hmm. a lot of good people that work probably for par- that work for Parks and Recs that d- do care, and I think probably mm-hmm. you know, and I want to speak for them, find this probably offensive in a lot of ways. So, I think being the Bloomington that we are, you know, that we are outspoken, and that we want everybody to have a, a, an opportunity to speak and be whatever. Um, I, I I don't think there's a like some evil dude sitting in the corner thinking, oh my, you know, let this happen. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm sure this is causing a lot of stress for the people that do run farmers market, and I, I think that it's a lot broader than what we can talk about. Uh, you know uh, mm-hmm. what we know because obviously I, I don't know a lot about this information. But and this is just my own personal opinion. I mean, I, I'm not getting information from anybody else, but just being, a, you know, almost a lifetime resident of Bloomington and, mm-hmm. and knowing uh, so many people within the government, the, the mm-hmm. city right. government, that um, I, I can't um, imagine that they're just, you know, kind of sweeping this under the table. I think we're, what we try to do is try to do be very politically correct about I, a lot of things. I think too. that they feel that they can't do anything, that their hands are tied. Um, and, and that may or may not be true um you could set a rule that says right. you know people who are identified with hate groups aren't welcome to to vent and and just uh as a, as a point of you right. know uh fairness right um but really it, apart from the the city government it it's really about the people right, right. right. i mean the city government whatever right. but the people who attend uh yeah people the, don't want to come to the farmers market anymore if, because if, that because or I mean, not allowing them. I mean, or there. you just don't spend your money there. Right. I mean, they want to show and that's up, exactly, show up, and that's just, exactly. I it. mean, farmers markets an awesome. But op- if they're really there for a different purpose, right. they won't care if people are spending oh, money. I mean, uh, I I assume that they're selling their money. vegetables. Well, sure vegetables. Are, oh yeah, no, I think this will hurt them. I don't think they're. Is that a cover? Because Spencer Pride sells stuff too, but if we never sold anything, we're there for the people that need us. So if they're there selling things so that they can have a public forum, then they may not care if people spend money. I'm just saying. So if people are staying away from the market, they're not just not spending their money there. They don't even want to come to the market. Because these people are there. It's, That's what you're saying. It's Melanie. it's the presence of Nazis at the market. Oh, right. But they're not you know, espousing these views of the market, right? Or are right. they? Not that not that I've heard of. Yeah, them. I can't imagine that they. I'm, yeah. Again, I don't know if they are or not. Um, my thing is that you 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 always face that stuff, 
and that I think it's, you know, power and numbers in the sense that everybody in Bloomington should show. And if these individuals are doing what they're doing, then, you, you know, you don't allow them to chase you away. You right. know, you shop and you spend your money elsewhere. Um, I, it's not a cheap market for vendors to be at. So mm-hmm. if they're not bringing, if they're not be a- able to at least cut their, you know, uh, expenses, it, I can't imagine these people having that much <laughs> finances. I'm, and again, I'm making mm-hmm. this up um, to, to continue on. Well, but so she actually, Sarah, uh, was one of the founders of the Nashville farmers market, and when they released her from relieved right. her from duty the board, right. um th- they are looking at getting rid of them because of the right. uh it, it's supposed to be an inclusive place right, right. where people can feel welcome and right. if people aren't then no 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 it's a it's a <clears throat> conversation definitely but uh, there are plenty of people who are really dedicated to bringing awareness about mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. and uh um and I don't know if dialogue is the right term because there, it's yeah, not really yeah, dialogue yeah, at this point. Yeah, you can't. Right. And, uh, but it's, you know, awareness and voice and uh, absolutely go to the other stalls and, and, you know, those farmers shouldn't have to suffer because right. of, right. of exactly. the identity of someone yeah, else. And that's my point is that, you know, I think it powers in numbers. And if, you know, Bloomington is diverse and accepting um, as we are, um, and we love a cause. Yeah. <laughs> Our community loves a cause. Well, and there were calls um, for boycotts of the market, right. too. Which you know? then, and who are you boycotting? You're right. right. You don't right. Want you're boy- you're hurting. Everybody. Yeah. You're hurting. Right. So that's the, you know, we, we got to think about that. Well, the know? thought is to put pressure on the market to actually, you right. know, the, the, the but board these people, to say no. Like, but let's say that we, you know, a day or, or one week or two weeks, you know, I'm sure some of these, you know, folks that have their booths there, this is their, their big oh, yeah. money day. Mm-hmm. And and then so you know you might be hurting these other folks from Schooner. Sh- what is it? Schooner's, Schooner. Schooner's yeah. farm. Um, but you're a f- you know the the lady who sells the flowers. Yeah. The, the Amish folks. I that, say I know. say go and support the people who right. are worth supporting. And and I just can't believe that um, that you know Parks and Recs is 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 not. You know, I, I'm sure I just have to believe that that this is taking very seriously, and some they're trying to figure this one out. And I we'll think see. again, yes. And I think as, um, and, and again, I'm just Joe Citizen talking, so I, you know, I don't have any insight to what's going on over there. But I, I'm a firm believer, in, you know, that you, you go and you show in numbers. And you spend money and buy coffee and, you know, have a good time. Buy I flowers. love the market. I, you know, I don't want to be pushed away from my market. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So. Um, not everybody's like us. Yeah, not everybody's like us. That's true. Um, well, on that note, let's uh, take a moment for a music break in our community minutes. And then we'll return with Judy. <laughs> All right, it's time for a community update here for the week of this week, the 13th through the 20th here. Trying to look at this webpage, I'm getting confused. Um, just so you all know, you can go online to WFHB.org and check out our community calendar, um, WFHB.org slash calendar. You can also submit to it. Um, by sending an email to calendars at wfhb.org at least one week in advance and you can have your event 
possibly read on the radio. Anyway, so it looks like tonight at 9pm, we have the third annual Country Queens Harmony School Benefit at the Bluebird Nightclub at 216 North Walnut Street. Um, this is a benefit for the Harmony School, hosted by Lexi Lynn and Ricky Jean and the DWBs. And later on this week, we have the garage sale for the Monroe County Historic Center at 1300 South Patterson Drive, the old RCA warehouse behind Catalent in Bloomington. This is June 14th, 15th, and I believe the 16th from 8 a.m. till about 4 p.m. Um, all proceeds of the garage sale support the preservation of the collections, programs, and exhibits of the Monroe, uh, the Monroe, the Monroe County History Center. Alright, that's all I got. Currently listening to a band, Sacred Paws. This is the album Run Around the Sun, the track Brush Your Hair. And we'll be right back with more Blooming Out. Welcome back to Blooming Out. Um, we have a little bit more uh, to wrap up with the Schooner Farm thing. Uh, WFHB was the first to uh, report that, as Frankie had said. Um, please check out our website, wfhb.org, and uh, uh, check that article out. It is still garnering many comments, um, and it, it was kind of a springboard for discussion in the, the, um, uh, in the community. And you can find out a lot more there. There is also a meeting on Monday. Was it 7, I think? 5.30. 5.30, sorry. 5.30 at the Showers Building. Uh, if you go to bloomington.in.gov, you can fi- find out more information about that meeting. Uh, it's for the advisory board for the farmer's market. Uh, not the actual board, but this is where you can come and discuss and hear about uh, the issue. And I uh, hear all different sides presented mm-hmm. um so if and you we'll put that on the post for this episode too exactly yeah that's uh i'm gonna try to be at that one too so that'll be uh, interesting to kind of good stuff get interested in your your community folks yeah. you know and uh, so what else is going besides uh we got some lo- thick local stuff going but what do you have to report well uh, you know uh, a little bit farther water. away than bloomington uh botswana <coughs> 
On Tuesday, Botswana's high court decriminalized same-sex relationships, making the uh, latest, like making it the latest African nation to do so. Uh, in, this, in a unanimous decision, the court struck down sections of the Botswana's uh, penal code that punished homosexuality with up to seven years in prison as being unconstitutional. Quote, human dignity is harmed when minority groups are marginalized. Unquote. Judge Michael Liburu announced at the Capitol uh, Gaborone, uh, in Gaborone, adding that the ban was discriminatory, which is lovely. That That's, that's a little bit, news. you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Exciting. Yeah, I mean, it is. Yay for good news. These colonial mm-hmm. laws, mm-hmm. you know, this uh-huh. was introduced. They've been in place for hundreds of years. Right. Yeah, and uh, and it wasn't there before, but uh, the, the countries that were colonized are slowly uh, shedding themselves of that uh, legacy. Nice. So, woohoo! Well, good. It's nice to be able to talk about happy things. So, thank you for sharing that, Melanie. Judy. Frankie. How are ya? <laughs> <laughs> I'm excellent. Excellent. Spencer so Pride's got another fantastic festival yeah. under our So belt. how many uh, yes. uh, notches on your belt? <clears throat> we had 4,500 attendees. The Is that right? Year. It was, it was yeah. far and above. It was, I couldn't. Uh, oh, I was. I had to great. park further than I ever had. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, same. I was on the edge of town. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I, I had to, yeah, I had to take a, the mule up the road. Good thing we <laughs> had lots of sidewalks. <laughs> yeah. well, no, it was a beautiful it, day. It was a beautiful oh, day. So it, it was. Nice gorgeous, walk, and I love the little houses yeah. around the square. Well, people so. ask, well, how did you come up with that? number so we actually use some science to come up with that number we don't like you've been listening to those <laughs> other people at the farmer's market haven't you even in knowing county um, there is science yeah, yeah right so um it it um aggravates jonathan no end when he goes to other events and they say we had ten thousand people and he's like i was there there is no way you had ten thousand people there so we you actually we used an old fashioned clicker counter uh-huh. with a person literally clicking the button every time somebody walked into the uh, retail space, and so of the people that we actually got counted, there were two thousand four hundred counted literally, um, and that doesn't count the people that got by without being clicked. The people that came in only to the other side of the building where uh-huh. the raffles were that didn't get clicked. And then um, we have uh, uh, pictures taken different times of the day in different locations. And then there's some kind of formula you can use to extrapolate from that how many people you think were there. Oh, I believe you. um, So, yeah, we used some science (laughs) behind that and came up with a number of 4,500. So it was was just tremendously successful. I think uh, we also think the changing of the hours this year. We went 10 to 7. So what was it before? uh, 10 to 5. Okay. So we had been doing our planning like, okay, let's don't do this till noon because we don't really get the most people there. And finally, after 12 years, it occurred to us, why don't we just start at noon Uh, when the people are here? Right. And um, feedback (laughs) we had gotten was, I want to come there, but you're closing when I get off work. So um, the food vendors are really happy. One of them commented to me, we get lunch and dinner crowds. (laughs) So, yeah, they were real, real happy with that. Yeah, cartoons are still on at 10 o'clock in the morning. Right, exactly. Exactly. Who's, who's <laughs> leaving home for that? Yeah, who knows? Maybe extend the hours um, later on. I always think it's kind of fun to be at those kind of events in the evening with live right. music, mm. things like that. Right. But uh, no. Exciting. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I was able to stay a couple, maybe three hours I stayed. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Enough to walk around and just 
see everything. It's always right. a, a great crowd. Love the people watch. You get it. Oh you know, yeah, it's like yeah. My favorite part. <coughs> of, so of interesting it. and watching the like the families interacting with yes. the entertainers right. and yes. especially the drag queens and right. <coughs> and this year we had. Uh, um, Amateur, uh-huh. that was so uh-huh. fun. Yeah. I right. loved I watching that. That, that was great. Yeah, my daughter got up, dragged up to dance with a drag Did king. She? So you oh. know, she was all she oh. ran back. She's like, "Oh my god, I got to dance a drag king!" <laughs> <laughs> a drag king, king. Right? yeah. Drag, that drag king was also at the prom. <laughs> oh yeah, big hit. Yeah, yeah. big hit. Well, that's fun at yeah. the prom. So, um, and then, uh, and all your volunteers. I mean, oh must, was gosh. it a late night then taking everything down? And, Very. Very, yeah. but but we got everything taken down that night, wow. so nobody had to come back on Sunday. Wow. It was so. really quick. Did you stay for that too? I well, I stayed till the end. So and I, you know, I was helping mm-hmm. uh, with a couple right. of booths, tear down, and it was it was like clockwork. They just bang, 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 and it was cleaned, and it was everything was packed away, and yeah. it was amazing. Well, the incredible thing about this too, and Lucy commented on this, who hasn't been to a Pride Festival in eons, according to her. Um, that when she would look across at the lawn, there's no trash. Yeah, it's oh, all nice. clean. Yeah, it doesn't That's even look true. like people were there. No. Doesn't look like anybody has been there, much less 4,500 people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of our um, <clears throat> guys that goes around and picks up trash, uh-huh. <clears throat> he was using one of those grabber things because right. he's had back trouble. And he said, "All I picked up was feathers. Yeah, <laughs> 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 everything else oh, people were actually putting bonus. in the trash." Cans. Oh yeah, people were. And not so we yet. had pe- we well had uh, a couple people pulling out the trash right. cans and replacing right. the the bags and everything. When you have mature queens, this is what happens. There <laughs> you go. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> was so civil. Everybody was so lovely. You know, there was tons of uh, it just smiles and families and everything. It was so I, just on all. the because you know we gotta always talk a little bit about controversy. I don't remember last year <laughs> there being the guy with the mic and the guy with the cross. Oh. The guy with the mic was not there. We've all always had at least one sometimes two protesters okay. but generally i mean it wasn't that bad I last mean, year one gave out water they were way far last away. year one gave out water okay and, oh, um okay. Then, then they get tired and leave right. and others would sit in a chair and read the bible the and stuff like that this right. guy with the megaphone was new He's kind of and obnoxious. we had already thought about this because the city had actually gotten two calls one from somebody um who lives in Owen County, and I don't know if you noticed, but there are banners now hanging from the light poles, like a lot of towns do. Uh Mm -hmm. And so one of them is ours. The businesses sponsored them, and one of them is ours. So somebody called and wanted to know if the town now supported gay sex or promoted gay sex, and then proceeded to explain to her what gay sex was. Okay. And she, being the, the person she is, said, I have a lot of friends. This is not an education for me. (laughs) (laughs) And so he he, he kind of was disappointed. She wasn't shocked and appalled. And then somebody else called and said they were from Fort Wayne and wanted to know if they would be allowed to express their First Amendment rights. Mm -hmm. So we know that Fort Wayne has had a lot of organized protesters Mm -hmm. and they've had a lot to deal with. Uh, with, with that with so their pride with fort wayne pride mm-hmm. so we weren't sure if we were going to wind up with a and, contingent. and really it was just i mean two guys right one guy 
Well, I saw I saw the guy with the megaphone, and then there was the one guy. Oh well, there was another a okay. silent protest. The silent, yeah, yeah. 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 That's right, yeah. right. He just had a. He's and always, I honestly, there's didn't always sign. that person. Yeah, and I honestly yeah. didn't even hear the the mega guy. I mean, well, I saw him well, when I was driving Well, apparently, <clears throat> what happened was so we were prepared, and the I'm tactic sure with that we were going to use was to um, stand volunteers in front of him uh-huh. and discourage anyone from um, listening, <laughs> from listening and engaging. Right, engaging. Just yes, move right. along. There's nothing to see here. Right. So that was our plan. So the guy with the megaphone appeared, and before we realized it, people were congregating right. in front of him on the railroad tracks and and shouting, trying to shout him down, and all this. I kind guess of stuff. some of the uh, the nuns, the, nun, the yes, the sisters, sisters of they, perpetual indulgence, very loud right. fans. They well, they, see, he was right in front of us. Like okay. right in front of our booth, yeah. Okay. And uh, and I was kind of annoyed because I couldn't get any audio <laughs> that yeah. day. But I wanted to um, interview him. I couldn't find him. Yeah, he he left by then. Um, but they were flicking their all their fans yeah. in unison, and it was it yeah effectively well. And some out. other people gathered. So right. Jacob and Jonathan and I went over there and asked the people, please Just disperse, leave, yeah. because what was happening is more and more people were coming right. to the um, <clears throat> anti-protest right. or whatever you call it. And we said, these vendors are here for you. We want you to pay attention to the vendors and not, not this one person. And, 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 you know, when you think about it, it was <coughs> one person out of 4,500 people. Right. You know, so, you know, let's not waste any more time right. on that one. Right. So that, that says a lot. Right. And know. he didn't stay. Yeah, he did he not He moved stay. from that block to right. – so do any mm-hmm. of you know Bill Breeden? No. He, yes. Okay, so he's an Owen County resident, mm-hmm. but he was a minister at the UU Church oh, yeah, until yeah, yeah. he retired. No, Peace yeah, activist, right. all this. I was going to say, you must. <clears throat> yeah, I do. Yeah. So he was our crossing guard at the time, okay. and the protester was moving from uh, Franklin Street in our block over to the next block over on Main Street. Well, he had to walk right past Bill Breeden. Okay. So Bill stopped him and engaged him, we'll come, which yeah. is great because as long as he's engaged with Bill, he's not speaking right. from the bullhorn, and Bill right. can talk you up one side and down the <laughs> other, <laughs> Bible this, Bible that. And uh, so he, he engaged him for a little while, slowed him down a little right. bit. Then he went in the next yeah. block and talked for a little bit, and, and then, then he got yeah. tired. Yeah, well, left, I mean, it was so. it was fun. I, I didn't get to spend a full day there, but I was able to spend time. It was great. We had um, so many. We had an entertainment in the gathering place in our building this year, okay. first time. Mm-hmm. So we had simultaneous entertainment going on on the main stage, on the lawn, and inside the building. Right. And that was, that was fabulous because people could come in and get out of the weather and just sit Right. Um, for a while and and listen to some good entertainment. Yeah. So that was that was great. So all the vendors obviously were happy. Everybody, oh yeah, you know. we're, we're already we're gearing up to to sign up for next. So you had oh, how awesome. many again? Forty five hundred. Forty no yeah. vendors. I'm sorry. Oh vendors, a hundred and I forget. One hundred eleven. Eleven. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> there is a, you know BJ's brew house mm-hmm. here in town. So I had just popped in there on the spur of the moment and asked for a donation for the auction right. raffle for the raffle and um so he gave us a nice uh gift card and a uh, what he called a growler to fill right. up mm-hmm. and stuff and he showed up at the festival uh-huh. and so he stopped me i was just walking by and he stopped me and he said you know when you came in and said you were soliciting for a donation for spencer pride i thought yeah sure you are <laughs> and he said and then you talked to me about how many people you have and everything so i thought okay we'll go ahead and give you something he said 
you hit me up early next year because right. we want to do a lot more than a gift card. Good. Awesome. Good. This event is unbelievable. Yeah. Well, now that you, you, know, you keep okay. here. Yeah. yeah. More and more, you know, you're going to have to expand. You're going to have to go eventually onto the, the roads, I you're guess. You're going to have to fence in the town. Yeah. Well, you this know. is the, the first year we've actually fence <laughs> 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 in the big time queers. Right. <laughs> this is it, which we sold out of those shirts. Oh, too. I love those oh, shirts. No, I'm so I can't believe I did We got another run of 50. Okay, because I want so wait, wait, how, awesome. so people that don't know what that means. Yes, so when Jacob and Jonathan's uh, flagpole and was. And they're, they're individuals that are involved. Um, they are with, the president right. and the retail manager who happened to be married to each other. Uh, when their flagpole was um, vandalized, the uh, one of the people that did it said they did it because big time queers lived there. So um, <laughs> Jonathan felt like he got a promotion. <laughs> and so we're all like, well, I'm a big time queer too. Right. What am I, small potatoes? <laughs> and so we people were saying I would buy a shirt with that on it. So there's actually a new business starting on the Square and Spencer that is shirt screening. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh. And so uh, Jacob had just stopped there Thank to solicit them. So they made us the shirts with the uh, big time queer in quotes. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we always tell people. If you want to know why it's in quotes, ask us. There's a reason that it's in quotes. We are all big time quarters. That's awesome. <laughs> so, want yeah. that on my business card. Uh, uh, big time yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. So awesome. Um, hey, I think we're gonna flip over and do a music break, and then we'll be right back with more of Spencer Pride.
Welcome back to Blooming Out. Uh, you were listening to Sacred Paws. Life is too short. Um, what? Amen. I'm agreeing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, what? What did I do wrong now? No, nothing. <laughs> okay. Duty, you had some more uh, things do. you wanted, wanted to oh, talk I've about. Oh, I've got lots of stuff to say, Frankie, but we're going to run out of time. So I'll just stick with it. <laughs> okay, take a deep breath. Um, <laughs> World Pride is happening this year in New York City. Snap, snap. And there's a lot of stuff going on. Check it out on Facebook. But um, Spencer Pride is a um, member of Interpride mm-hmm. and as such have been invited to walk in the march. They don't call theirs a parade. It's a march. Okay. And so um, we will have a contingent of about 11 people. Are you going? Actually, awesome. Of course. Yes. Of course. Wearing my T-shirt. Awesome. Um, yes. Pride. Where are you marching? Down what streets? I have yeah. no idea. Okay. Right. New York. I have all I'm the sure information. I'm sure they're going to pass through Stonewall. And yeah. That, uh, right. Right. So okay. And they're all kind of events and things. I guess so. for all my friends listening in New York, yes. you know, they've well, got to know. <laughs> they, <laughs> all your friends in New York Call can't Judy not know. <laughs> can't not know where the yeah. march is. No, Check out really. uh, so when's New York that happening Pride, again? Um, World March. Um, the march is actually on the 30th of June. Mm. We will be arriving on the 28th and leaving on the 1st, but. Oh, wow. The march is on the 30th of June. How fun. That sounds so exciting. So, so you got your hotel yeah, booked and everything? Cool. Oh, oh yes. Are you Long driving or ago. flying? We are flying. Jacob okay. and Jonathan and Truman uh-huh. and their uh, foreign exchange student from before Truman are driving. Okay. And um, another contingent, Emily, who uh-huh. um, is one of our uh, famous volunteers because she was an amateur drag performer. Uh-huh. Uh, she and her two brothers are coming. Nice. And uh, Katie Zuber, our secretary, is coming. And I will be there. I'll see you guys. I'm doing some recording for this podcast and also the Just Married podcast. So I'll be there. Ireland was going to march with us. I was going to, but I can't because I have to work for my other things that I work for. But (laughs) that's so cool. So New York at the wrong time. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you you did. I'm thinking when you came back. uh, What? I just got back. You should go again. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind. Yeah. You could march with us. Yeah, I'll try. Awesome. Or you could have. You, I mean, are, are there are drivers in there. Are you gonna have a banner? Oh or my god! Something? Are is we gonna have a banner? Spencer are you kidding banner, me? We're gonna have a banner that's uh, what is this You're horizontal, the, uh-huh. and <laughs> we have those feather things. I was oh, gonna yeah. say, does it have feathers? Vertical. I just knew that it would. <laughs> well, they call them feather banners that are vertical. Okay. Mm-hmm. We've got those because we want to make sure everybody sees me. We're gonna wear the big time queer. Yes. Yes. T-shirt. You should sell them then. And, well, I don't know about that. Are you going to get not? to go to the the alternative uh, Pride and the New York Pride official? Uh, they're, they're, I will be. You're going. doing it. Yeah, there's like an alternative. Um, What's the alternative Pride? Well, there's some be- been some people that are saying, you know, um, that it's uh, – we won't talk much about it, but um, that it's Pride has become too commercialized, oh, so they okay. want to provide another be, option. Yeah. and. So, the it's, so there's pride. like an, another march that's happening earlier in the day. And the thing is, this is not just New York Pride. It's World this Pride. This is World, right? pride, world and pride. And they were awarded World Pride because of Stonewall's well, yeah. anniversary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's why New York is hosting mm-hmm. its World Pride. So I'll be going, we'll be going to a few events, but uh, because we're only arriving on Friday right. and mm-hmm. it's over on Sunday, we won't be mm-hmm. at a lot of things. But You're not yeah, going to any so. white parties or anything? Don't know. No. Don't know. We'll find so. out. 
We have people. You know, we yeah. have people everywhere. So. Well, that's awesome. So, so we got about one minute. So, so that's happening. So the other thing I want to talk about, everybody who's a Spencer Pride supporter, we need another new roof. You know, we've all, we've done one new roof now. We have like three to go on this gigantic building we own. So our uh, grant writer came up with this fabulous idea of rainbow our roof. So once the roof is replaced, Jacob is actually going to go up and paint it rainbow colors. So he's found out he can do that, what kind of paint to use and all that jazz. So um, um, if you come in the center, you can see this picture I'm looking at to talk to you. But we replaced part of the roof in December of 2018, thanks to Smithville Fiber Grant. Awesome. So now you can actually come in the center. We need 13,000. We have 2,000. So you can go in the center, and we have little um, barcoded um, um, tags. If you pay um, $10, we'll buy one square foot of roof. Oh. Awesome. And and so on. So go in there and put down your 10 bucks, and in no time we'll have awesome. awesome. We need. Yay. I love well, that. Rainbow guys, the Rope. We're out of time. It was a great show, and thanks to all our listeners and volunteers who make this possible. Blooming Out is produced by Franklin, Frankie Preslaff and myself, Ireland Meacham. Our executive producer is WFHB News Director Wes Martin. Lucas Fisher is our engineer. For Blooming Out and WFHB, I'm Ireland Meacham. I'm Melanie Davis. And I'm Justin Robertson. I'm Frankie Preslaff. And remember, if everything was straight, roller coasters would be one long, boring ride. Good night from your Blooming Out family. <laughs> You've been listening to Blooming Out on WFHB. Blooming Out is a product of WFHB's News and Public Affairs Department. Tune in every Thursday evening at 6 p.m. for Indiana's only LGBTQ plus news and public affairs program. You can hear this and other programs online at WFHB.org. Comments and suggestions for future topics or guests can be sent to Blooming Out at WFHB.org. That is blooming O-U-T at WFHB.org. And thank you for listening. I gotta be proud and I gotta remember this is what I'm about. Gotta stand up and I gotta be proud and I gotta remember this is what I'm about. And what about being a girl? Well, how could I mind it? And what about being queer? Well, really-